God, we thank you for allowing us to be able to do this podcast and we don't take it for granted the messages of encouragement that keep coming through people who look forward to the podcasts and um, the opportunity for us to be a blessing to our generation for such a time as this. That we commit this podcast in your hands as we get into these conversations. May they be may they continue being a blessing to those who hear or watch. May you use us, Lord Jesus, as your hands and feet. Uh, may this be a podcast with a difference. All for your glory. May you guide and lead our conversations. May your spirit work in us. May he work through us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I'm really happy to have you guys, man. Pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys need to see the people who work behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, viewers. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mm-hmm. listeners. Um, so to co-op AV, uh, first I tell guys, we are in a, an amazing restaurant that's called the Ciro. Um, and uh, it's in Lavinson Mall. It's a beautiful restaurant. It's brand new. It's been here for about three months now. Uh, and you know what I do like about it first is, you know, they have a lot of coffee in their decor. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm a coffee guy. So like our table here has, you know, uh, roasted coffee beans. Um, they have tables. Have you seen the table where they have the green beans? Yeah. When you remove the husk, what they look like. Wow. A medium roast and a dark roast. Mm. It looks really nice, Bana. And um, they actually also do roast their beans from here. Oh, yeah. okay. That's good. Yeah, that's that's so. interesting, yeah. Anyway, so guys, if you happen to hear some noise in the background, I uh, just want to let you know that that's where, that's, you know, the noise is because of where we are. The coffee um, machine is off too far from where we are. But it's going to be a good podcast anyway, yeah? As mm. you can see, I have Steve, you know. Pleasure meeting you all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Steve is um, the guy who does the sound and the filming. Uh, but today he's wonderfully assisted by a guy who you really can't see behind the scenes. His name is Wina. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, Wina tanga kuwape vingi kwa nishida, man. Ingevi tuongeze ka light up. Wina fa to add some light. Wow. And uh, also Kate, um, who has been helping us produce the the podcast, you know. Yeah. Nice to have you guys. Thank Lovely. you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. This is a... Uh, a pleasure, to say the least. Yeah, I think um, after we've seen, rather seeing the progress of the podcast and everything and, you know, the guests that you've had here on the yeah. podcast and the impact that you've made so far, it's a pleasure. It's great, man. Yeah. You know, this thing, yeah, just, you can just hook it up, man. <laughs> Don't be afraid. It's so, it's, yeah, it's been a great journey, you know. You. I think the hardest part was doing episode one. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Beginning anything is always a challenge. Yeah. But once you get the flow, but for you, Moz, you've been on TV for a very long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, but this is different. And, and I kind of felt like these are people that you have relationships with. Yeah. And uh, the conversations were just building up, one upon the other. Yeah. So there was no weird moment. It's mm-hmm. just that uh, you you're going into your life journeys with these people. Yes. And you and the places where you. It's like you're on a journey, the two two of you, and then you depart, then you meet at a certain point, then you depart, then yeah. you meet at a certain point. Yeah, so that was just amazing telling the stories there. Thanks, man. And, and you know, that's yeah. that's one of the things I appreciate about life. Mm-hmm. Mm. That um, the people who, you know, the people who, no matter how life, you know, takes you, that journey, uh, their detours, Yeah. Uh, like you said, they, you know, walk together for a while, and then you'll go apart. Yeah. But the relationship is still there because you have a foundation. You have a good foundation. Yeah. yeah. I think where this comes from is when you said, I remember the podcast with Goi. When you say Goi was your first. <laughs> uh, I don't think people expect you to hear that. Yeah. That statement. Before anybody just completed the whole yeah. part of it was like, oh. Mm. So first, first. As in your words. first? <laughs> Yeah, and then just him being the first guy that you 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 testify you walk with, 
yeah. in your salvation. You can imagine how many years. Yes. Mm. And you still maintained it. Yes. Yeah. So and not only that, Okwenda, but I think we've seen throughout the episodes, um, you know, the interconnections in between the people that you've hosted. So for example, now with Soxi. Soxi, you've been, you know, you've done life with him for oh, a very yeah. long time. Yeah. And then we did the episode with Viera. So yeah. Viera uh, pays tribute to Soxia and you know how how much Soxia helped him in his marriage yes. and then from there you know Pitson, also exactly. pays tribute to exactly. Soxia exactly yeah. and then Daddy Owen pays tribute to Pitson Pitson pays tribute to you know to so many others Any, the interconnection is yeah. it was amazing to oh, see wow. mm. how interconnected your friends and your life was back then yeah. yeah I'm just thinking it's been now that you highlight that um, I think we've had some great podcasts, um, especially with um, every podcast has been different. Yeah, the conversations are very organic. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, none of these conversations are scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't come with an agenda in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just bond. Yeah, yeah. we just talk, mm-hmm. and the conversations lead us where they lead us. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, they lead us where they lead us, and. Um, it's been very enriching listening to all those conversations and seeing how different each of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the guys have been so deep, but open. So deep. Open. And also open, yeah. 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 Like um there's been there's been no reservations. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think guys have come and they've been like, you know, this is such an open, you know, my life Space. is an open book. Yeah. 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 And this is a free space. We can talk about anything, anything and everything, and mm. be able to uh, to help guys learn from our journey, our successes, yeah. mm. or our failures. I yeah. think Ewagata, Ewagata really challenged men. Mm. He sparked something in young men, and uh, it's it's something to evaluate in your life when you talk about people learning from. And you can imagine. Uh, I remember his phrase when he was talking about. Just it's it's a way to just caution us on the experiences we have in life. Hey, Nani's um, podcast would have been almost X-rated. Yeah, yeah. He was very he was very open. Yeah, he was very open. Yeah, because these are some of the conversations that um, some sometimes we are shy to be able to address or to have these conversations from the pulpit. Yeah, and from a church perspective. I wish that we were that honest and that candid yeah. to have these conversations because that's how many of us are living. Yeah. Uh, we are living with there's like a there's like a reckless abandonment to Konayo. Yeah. Mm. Even though we know that in our reckless living, mm. um, that sometimes those things are harmful. Yeah. yeah. They're detrimental in our life, but we still continue doing them. Yeah. But when we come on the pulpit we are shy to address them. Yes. Yeah. Or we dress them differently. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because it's exactly what I was telling you earlier. You know, I think Goey's episode is the one that really puts all of this into perspective. You know yeah. how he says, you know, like, okay, I think there was a comment that you were reading before we started and, you know, to look at Nasema, how church seems like a fairy tale. Mm-hmm, mm. No one wants to get real about oh, wow. anything. No one wants to... You know, for me, as as a young person, I would have appreciated if, um, you know, if not all the teachings were about, oh, premarital sex or, oh, you need to be careful about this and that. Oh, don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. I think actually 90% of the teachings that I've learned from church were mainly based on that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been, I would have appreciated if maybe I was taught on financial um, financial literacy. well-being, yeah. literacy, yeah. you know, things that would actually help me in life. Okay, yeah, I've had that over and over again and my parents have told me that countless of times. Yeah. But I just feel if there were conversations about the root of mm-hmm. the main issues that we have in society today yeah. would have been a long way as a church. So, you know, you know for Gobi, there's a place where he talks about um, the masculation of the man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, in the church yeah and in part of those conversations what he says is that um that even the songs yeah. that we sing the songs that yeah. we sing you know they're very <laughs> i think we should we should or... i love god i love i remember him. there was a person who was talking and he said um uh-huh. he said that you need to talk to men to be followers of christ mm-hmm 
a man understands followers and uh, uh, relates to following a man relates to leadership a man relates to power mm-hmm. a man when you're talking to men you talk to them about the lion of judah yeah when you're talking to women you talk to them about the bride <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have to find a way of uh making it relate to them yeah when you talk to men about the bride they're like hey Yeah, you're the bride it of hits Christ. somewhere in their minds and it kind of like goes off. It doesn't off. compute. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. compute. Yeah. So you kind of have to find a way of speaking to them in a way that communicating the gospel to them in a way that uh, they can relate to. Yes. Yeah. The generation that we are in right now, so many things are happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to curate the gospel in a way that it relates to them. Yeah. I think that's the the bigger picture in this that conversation. Yeah. That let's look at what is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Let's find out where this kids or young men and young women are mm-hmm. and reach out to them there in a way mm-hmm. that they can understand yeah. the gospel. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that Okwesh because for my wife and I when we're raising our, our kids mm-hmm. there are certain things we've been intentional not to do. Yes. Um something like um colors. As guys whenever like pink is for girls, mm. blue is for boys. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. These are colors to be appreciated by yeah. everyone. Yeah. So um and we also try, you know, their families where many people will say no, pink ni madame. Mm. You know, uh, you know, blue is for boys. Yeah. Uh there's certain colors that only work with the ladies. Yes. Other colors work with the men. Or uh sports. Mm. These sports are associated with boys. Mm. These other sports are associated with girls. Us guys don't have that. Yeah. yeah. We've been very intentional not to do that. So it's interesting, you know, when um like what you're saying about um that we need to speak to men with things that relate to men and for me I've, i'm like i've actually been very intentional mm. not to raise my kids in that perspective because um i want my kids to be all that they can be yeah it's in you um i want my kids to not to be boxed in yes in, so alba you know she's she hates dresses yeah Uh, and she's hated a dress since she was like four years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, she has not worn a dress since men for. Hey, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> We're even trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, she wore she wore a skirt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like a skirt oh, a sh- yeah. that yeah. has yeah. shorts inside, inside yeah. mm-hmm. to school. Yeah. It was her most miserable day. Wow. Are you for real? Oh man. Yeah. She cried banana. Mm. I felt so bad for her. I felt mm. terrible man, mm. because she does not like those things. Mm. And she she's not in that like she's like I do not like skirts. Yeah. I do not like dresses. Mm. Yeah. So it was terrible and I thank God that you know. In fact, let me say that she did something amazing because we were allowed her to wear trousers mm. to school. And one time she was called up. And um she was, you know, teachers you know said you know why why are you wearing trousers and you know trousers are for boys yeah mm. and so the question was why can't i wear trousers yeah <laughs> and this so is what i like yeah mm-hmm. and so this she was asked by her principal why don't you do this why don't you do a poll in school mm-hmm. um and then come back to us mm-hmm. with what with your findings and allow me to present this to the board and see what happens wow that was actually smart yeah so she went ahead did the poll in school mm-hmm. <laughs> and got the results her findings yeah. she gave this the uh, the principal you know the uh, results this, 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 this was my research has come up with and the school changed the rules that the girls can actually wear trousers yeah. wow yeah you're yeah. already bringing up a leader <laughs> but then yeah. I, and i'm grateful that you know that she's that she's not afraid of asking questions oh, you that's know good. asking why yeah. you know what's the reason behind you making me wear this, this thing that i don't like this, yeah mm. and yet the older students can wear the girls can wear trousers and so uh but it's also being in that space where i'm saying you know as guys i've not boxed them in yeah you know we've not say that you know this is the only way you can be able to these are the things that you should be able to experience as a girl or yeah, yeah. um have a full course of yeah. everything yeah. yeah and then pick and choose what you want allow your kids to be yes yeah. allow your kids to be so it's, even So I think even as we even as we grow and as we get into the spaces for church where our understanding of God uh or the things of God can be uh 
what's the word I'm looking for? Not compatible. Yes. Mm. You know, with many of us of the older generation. I think one of the things that we don't look at is that uh, the way the Bible was uh, created, everything is placed in its time. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to view things in that perspective. Mm-hmm. You're always told, whenever you are referring to a verse, read the context in which it was, time, yeah. it was written. Yeah. The the period in which it was written. Yes. The customs that were there then. Yeah. So that you have a full understanding. So you don't just pick one part and speak onto it. Yes. Yeah. The same same thing is the same thing we need to apply right now. Mm-hmm. It's just that for me, I am a father of two girls. Shout out to you, Hadassah and Imani. <laughs> and their mom too. Uh, Martha mm-hmm. and uh, you're talking about conditioning kids yeah. and just allowing them to explore there's something that has been quite troubling for me with mm-hmm. my kids mm-hmm. I don't know they, I think it's just the way they are being taught in school mm-hmm. whenever they are eating my kids will come to me dad may I go to the toilet yeah it's a very weird thing I'm like <laughs> just stand yeah. and say going to the toilet. I'm going to the toilet yes but don't come and ask from me permission to go to the toilet mm-hmm. It's something that is really weird. I'm trying to see how to manage it right now. Yeah. But my daughters, both of them will rise at certain times and like, Dad, please <laughs> may I go to the toilet? I'm like, they're being conditioned They're being cultured, yeah. bro. And I'm like, It's funny wow. you say that because in primary school, I remember there's a time. And this was just when I had joined 844. So, you know, in 844, you know, when the teacher walks in, you have to stand up, show them respect, yeah. say hi to, good morning, not even hi, good morning <laughs> yeah. to them. And then now you sit down. So I would do that even when I'm at home. My dad would walk walk through the door and I stand up out of nowhere. I go, "Uh, hi, dad. No, actually not hi, Good afternoon. (laughs) How are you? You okay? Is there anything that you need help with? Okay, fine. Go to the sitting room. If it's time for me to go to the washroom, may I please? And my dad was baffled. He was like, What's happening? The brainwashing. You know, not brainwashing, but yeah. Because I never used to be like this before. I openly and freely express myself until I had to start asking for permission for certain stuff. And I was like, ah, there's something wrong here. It's conditioning. Yeah. It's conditioning. And and that's why I think Moses is saying that let your kids be free, but it has my every every with freedom yeah. there's also limitations i yeah. wish my kids i wish my kids would be like dad please may i go to the toilet <laughs> please <laughs> just walk out ah, bro <laughs> <laughs> they're too free oh my kids oh, i'm trying to i'm really really and i'm um i'm st- i'm going to have that conversation with them mm-hmm. they they're young yes i know they can pick some of this stuff because they listen yeah. and they see things yeah. so i just want them to be free Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be conditioned as much as yeah. just this is a system that we are working with in yeah. school. We carry it back home. Yeah, understanding and respect is is good, but I kind of feel like let them not be too conditioned to the point that basic human needs such as those that even when you're in a space, you can imagine you're somewhere with your kids mm-hmm. and you're in a setting, and then your kid just comes to you, Dad, may I go to the toilet? It's like, wow. No, that's the thing I imagine. Oh, bro, yeah. let me tell you, man, you'll be the talk of that place. They'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Steve, how did you do it? Can mm. you teach us how you taught your kids to say, please, may I? <laughs> but the one thing that I've done, uh-huh. I have successfully that I'm really proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids don't play with my phone. Oh, for real? They don't play with my phone. How did you how? do that? Yeah. We have gone to hospitals when my kids are not feeling well and they will sit and they will wait to be attended to. It might be the little, oh, dad, this and this and this and that. Yeah. But my kids will not be on the phone, tantrums. No, I Boundary. made sure that even if one of my daughters finds my phone somewhere, they will bring it to me. And it's not like I've been rough with them with anything. No, I just created that boundary. They know dad's phone is dad's phone. They don't play with it mm-hmm. and they will pick it up and bring it to me. Hey, dude. <laughs> That's wow. the one thing that I'm really, really proud of. That I can go anywhere with my daughters we will sit and have a conversation and talk about stuff. No but watching not, on your Dad, phone. give me your phone. I want to watch a cartoon. Dad, no, no, no. Okay. You don't have that. I might as well say they have failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even failed me by. <laughs> because there's no... Well, if I ask for my phone, they'll give it to me. Mm-hmm. I most likely they'll wake up and take my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Without permission. And like it's, They're entitled to it. I remember. It's, it's, it's like it's their phone. Exactly. So mm. my dad used to come and pick me up from school. I would sneakily, of course he's driving, so he can't be on the phone. Neither yeah. can he fight with me for it. Yes. So I just pick it up. And he's a kid, put down the phone. And I'm like, uh, nope. So <laughs> I started downloading games. Started downloading games until the day he finally gave up. And then he's like, fine. 
you just go ahead and <laughs> do you. But hey, Steve, uh, yeah. yeah, big shout out That's, to you, man. They don't play games in my phone. They don't. Yeah, and I in, and intentionally don't put games in my phone because of that. Yeah. Wow. So the, maybe the one occasion or two that they might do is just maybe take a photo. Bro, there's a website called Pocky. Mm. They don't need to download any game onto your phone. Uh, please just keep it to yourself. <laughs> don't speak about it. <laughs> Because the kids are listening. I'll be, kids are listening. <laughs> I'll, I'll be texting them, Bana. Go on daddy's phone. There's this website that you can use. Uh, <laughs> daddy will know. Yeah. But uh, what's been um what's been a key highlight for you? Like um, you know, uh, as you've been going through the episodes right here, uh when you look at your life and you can relate yes. with some of the guests that we had, the conversations that we've had, uh, what has been a good one for you? Um, for me, the general conversations, mm-hmm. but I feel that conversations that take us to church, yeah. really take us to church. Because yes, we are Christians. And the one thing that I've really, that was touched on and I've had it several is just the hearts mm-hmm. that have been in church. Yeah, uh, We really need to work on that. Yeah, As Christians outside here, we have to, be the ones to say sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. even if it was not us who caused it. Yeah. And reach out to these hurting individuals because hurt people also hurt people. Yeah. And the unfortunate bit is that the transfer is constantly, the chain is always just continue. The link is always there. Yeah. So you get this guy who's, or this lady who was hurt in church and is like, hey, I'll never go back to church. Mm-hmm. And see, the thing is, they will go in areas where there are the people who don't go to church and they proliferate that Mm-hmm. message the unfortunate bit is also on the other side of the church we don't sometimes take responsibility and say sorry yeah oh i have been hurt in church mm-hmm. and i am i would say that for some of us we are mature enough to know that even these people who are hurting us have their own challenges yeah not everybody's that yeah. way but also on the other side also i would also push people who have been hurt to also have that in their Heart, mm-hmm. I'm using that word so much, <laughs> to understand that a church is like a hospital. Yeah. View it as a hospital where people are going to get medication. Yeah. In there, there's somebody who has a disease that is different from yours. Yeah. In there is somebody who has an infectious disease. They need to be put away. Mm-hmm. They need to be separated yeah. from others. In there, there are people who are uh, probably dealing with something mental. So... Look at it from that perspective. So when mm-hmm. you step in, you're also coming with a condition that you need God to yeah. heal you from. And when you see somebody who is struggling with something that is beyond you, you encourage them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. So if you ever, you live beyond yourself. Yeah. Don't just come there, my needs, my I need this, I need this. So that's, you become so very self-centered. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, uh, I remember you guys connected very well with, um, I think it was episode three with Vieira. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vieira yeah. really talked about that. Yeah. yeah, he really... It's like you guys were... You guys were here with him, but <laughs> I'm like, Vieira, we feel yeah. you, man. Yeah. yeah. Probably one of the... I mean, not that the other ep- podcasts have not been real, uh, but he was very raw. Mm. And he was not holding back. Yeah. Mm. And he... He was very open about his experience yes. and what his struggles were in that place and mm. the heart that he had experienced. Um... But what I did appreciate about him was the one constant that I think has been there for him was like God has been the one constant yes. that has been in his life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, he's had all these ups and downs with the relationships with the, you know, with the people of God. And yeah, uh, he wouldn't understand why mm. or why he had to be treated in a certain way or, you know, why his relationships had... Like I remember he said that, you know, one of the things he had to do in joining internship was he had to let go of his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he was told, yeah. yeah. There's no dating. There's no dating. No space for relationships. Mm. You're saying that the church had taken 98% of your life and this 2% it still yeah. wants to come into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, but, but, the, but the reason why many people struggle with church hearts is because the one place you don't expect to be hurt. Yeah. Is in the church, yeah. It's the one place you hope that when you come, you're going to find love yeah. and you're going to find peace yes. and you're going to find people to be able to walk around with you. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, the many people who are there are broken people. Yes. Mm. And because people are broken, 
and they are on a journey. Yeah. Um, so in this process of interacting with these people, including the pastors. Yes. Because they are in this space where they are also being transformed. Yeah. yeah. They're not a finished product. Yeah. Others, they will not be alive. They're still a work in progress. Mm. So it's very easy for, I mean, we come into this space hoping that we're going to find, you know, this love and find this joy. And we work hard and try not to break people. Yes. Mm. But in the process, you end up, you end up messing up people. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, despite the fact that we also are, are told to understand people, you know, from where they're at and that just humans, I think even just the portrayal of these spiritual leaders in church, the way they've been portrayed, it's, it's a wholly perfect image of that spiritual leader. So there's a specific church that um, I went to once and mm. uh, I didn't go back again because it was very uh, uncomfortable for mm. me. So they would stand up again, the conditioning mm. <laughs> would stand mm. up, um, praise their pastor technically, um, be like, oh, our daddy is home. Oh, oh wow. you know, this and this. And I'm, I'm just seated wondering, you know, this is my first time. So I'm, I'm baffled. I'm Wow, yeah. this this actually happens. So why why is this person so praised and so perfect? Yeah. And you know, you come to realize that um, with that, you know, the the longer you continue to stay in such spaces where spiritual leaders are being um, put on a pedestal, exactly put on a pedestal, mm-hmm. the more perfect you think they are, and that's why you expect to be heartless. Yeah, and that doesn't just go for pastors. For, even for spiritual leaders, for yeah. youth leaders, you know, for even in leadership, yeah. even in the corporate world, if you yeah. as a leader, you never show people you that you also can span. Yeah, mm. you never show them your points of vulnerability that you can mess up. I am just as a man as you are, mm-hmm. or a woman as you are. Mm-hmm. If you always have that high level of expectation on people, mm. and them also requiring them to do to, to also give you that type of response and respect, you always appear to be like the best and everything. Yeah. Yeah. These people will have a very skewed idea of who you are. But which and takes, the day yeah. mm-hmm. the day you plunge down, mm-hmm. you take so many down. Yes. Yeah. It takes me back to Pitson's episode where he was talking about how you are sitting on a hill. Mm-hmm. And when you're in leadership you're in, you're sitting on a hill or wa- rather when you're in a space where everyone is watching you you feel that pressure to be speak and span. You feel yeah. that pressure to not be vulnerable at all. In fact, you were saying um if I'm not wrong that Pastors are, you know, are, how, how do I say this? Their followers or not, not followers, believers expect their leaders mm-hmm. to be this perfect image for them to follow. Yeah. But if you're not vulnerable, again, as Steve has said. But is there, is there a space for leaders? Is there a space in our society for people to accept mm-hmm. that leaders are broken people today not even just today Mm -hmm. like i i don't think that our society expects leaders not to be perfect i think the problem is i don't i don't people are not empathetic enough to understand that i mean the thing yeah it's because of the and i think pitson mentioned about this it's because of the position that you carry mm. and the yes. influence that you carry. Yes. But for me, the thing is, I wish we would have people living in the true reality of, I am not perfect. And this is the life, this is the life that I live. Yes. Where, where not everyone is going to be privy to your life. Yeah. But at least those around you, they're like, you know, this is Steve. You know, mm. this is Kate. This is Wina. Uh, this is Mose. And these guys are not perfect. The only one who's perfect, man, is God. Yeah. Only yeah. God is good. In fact, Christ one time, I remember the rich young ruler came and said, good teacher. And what did Jesus Christ ask him? Why do you call me good? good. There's no one good but God. And this is God himself. Yeah, I think that's in Matthew. Yeah, yeah. this is God himself who's saying that. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ is for the, 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 the preceding verses, for he knew what was in the heart of man. Yes. Mm. So if Jesus Christ is saying that, mm. and when you look at the scriptures, when you go through the life of the disciples, yeah. they are not perfect people. Yeah. Um, and so we have set an unfair 
standard standard mm. or expectation for leaders yeah mm. that we forget that they're human beings yeah the pastors are human beings just like you and I it's just that Mm. they have been allowed to be in a place where they can be able to speak into yes people's lives, lives. Yeah. Mm. and uh but i look forward to in, in there's a day when um in you know the one of the churches that we used to go to um i remember you know the guy would come and openly talk about his struggles he'd be like this was my struggle and i struggled with this thing for a long time mm. so people know this is his weakness. Yes. And I know some people struggle with that. But I'm glad that he said it. Mm. You know, because it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the only one who's facing this challenge. Yeah. There are many people who are probably going through the same challenge that I'm facing. Mm. Um, but it almost he's almost like an anomaly. That is one you tell me how many pastors you know including me who <laughs> come and say will openly say their weaknesses or their challenges this is this yeah. is this is what i'm struggling with man you know where my i know bob marley sang a song and he said that if my nights would turn if if your night would turn today a lot of people would run away <laughs> if your secret places bro were open to ah, people yeah 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 and that's where you need to be more christian in, in quotes there where you're not in people's eyes yeah. where you're in spaces where people don't really know who you are mm-hmm. that's where you need to even shine the light more yeah. and that's why Okwenda mm. and Kate it's important for us to be the same person in Everywhere. public and in private mm. yes there should be no two of you you're not like Sasha Fierce <laughs> <laughs> you get like Uh, like, like Beyonce, that's a whole conspiracy theory. Like, <laughs> yeah, I watched it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she conjures. Yeah, Sasha Fierce. <laughs> you're like you're this person here yeah. in your house, and then when you go on the pulpit yeah. or when you go in public, you're a whole different figure. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like you're putting on an act. Yeah. yeah. It's like something comes on you and you change. Mm. That should not be the way it is. Mm. You should be the same person everywhere. And you know and that's what character that's what character is. Yes. That you're the same person in public mm-hmm. as you are in private. Yeah. yeah. But you're not living a double standard. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not a guy who's preaching water and drinking wine. Yeah. yeah. Um and the more the more we're in a space where we are able to emulate that and demonstrate that for people. Mm-hmm. Then many guys who are walking away from the church circles probably would not. Yeah. Or many people who are saying what Christian Watiaji mm. they would not, they would not. Mm. because we are real you know that the person you interacting with me in the public mm. is the same person I'll be you're going to interact with in private in mm. private mm. that we one and the same yeah because now it makes a, it just calls us to a higher way of living and I think that's why Jesus Christ said that a city on a hill cannot be hidden can't mm. that you're the light of the world yeah. mm. you're the salt of the earth I think those three those three statements yani mm. are so powerful mm. that once we realize the 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 significance or the magnitude let me yeah, yeah the magnitude of those words mm. Mm. um we cannot live maisha kiholela or live with double standards yes. but that begs the question was um despite you know the question of authenticity being brought up are people self aware enough to accept who they are so that they can portray their true selves mm-hmm. out in public mm-hmm. than in private i think that's a good question yeah and we and you know right now i think your generation they're looking for authenticity mm. um how old are you now so if you I'm don't 21 21 yeah dang <laughs> hey steve 22 home Hey. Hey, yeah, yeah. 21 year old self wants to make a TikTok reference. Wow, 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 <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> anyway, so I think your generation mm-hmm. is in a space where you're looking for authenticity. Yeah. You want people to be real. One way that we can show people that we are real yeah. is first admitting that we're not perfect people. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That we are a work in progress. Yeah. Am I encouraging people to live in sin? That's mm. not what we're saying. No. Mm. That's not what I'm saying. But once you understand and you know that you are a broken person, then there's a way I'm able to deal with Steve or I'm able to deal with Kate or I'm able to deal with Winner or anyone else whom I'm coming to interaction with, mm. whether they are believers or not. Mm. 
because if I know that you're a believer, I know where you once were. Yeah. That you're a work in progress. And even though you're not a believer right now, you're not a Christian right now, I was once where you are. Mm. Yeah? Mm. So, and I know I am a work in progress. Does my mind stop tripping once I become a Christian? No. 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 My mind still trips. Yes. Uh, is my the heart affinity, still messed the, up? The affinity of the things that you used to engage in, mm-hmm. they are still sometimes triggered. Ah, bro. Big mm-hmm. time, man. Mm. Big time. It's like that uh, week, the week that is usually used in a paraffin lamp. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once you take it out and you dry it, you think that it's okay. But if you sniff it from afar, there's still some element of paraffin <laughs> in yeah. it. Yeah. You strike a match on it, it will light. Yeah. Yes. But it, and then also, if mm-hmm. you bring it close to where paraffin is, it will absorb really fast yeah. because it had the affinity from the beginning. Wow. That was what it was dipped That's in. That's a great analogy, bro. So you, 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 you there's always that... Yes. Uh, whatever, whatever we were, what we were caught up in, mm-hmm. it can easily grab you. Yes. Yeah. That's where the Bible talks about um, that sin that so easily besets you. Yes. Mm. Be very careful. Be very careful. And what? And you know, just to I like I like the analogy that you shared. Mm. So once you understand yes. that you're a broken person, yeah. you know you're like that weak. Yes. You know that's you know still has smells of paraffin. Yes. Because mm. <laughs> you know we're still living in this flesh. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I think that the world, the devil and the flesh, like a hip hop group called Cross Movement shared back in the day, mm-hmm. it's like they form a tag team to try and take you down, mm-hmm. whether you're a Christian or not. So once you understand that there's a tendency or, you know, that you are a broken person who is a work in progress, yeah. then you're able to relate with people differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Bible says in like Galatians chapter six. Um when you see your brother has stumbled and fall, mm. fallen, yeah, lift that up, lift up that person in grace. Yeah, Cindy. Yes. Basically, it's like you know, don't be too quick to judge or to discount that person, mm. but lift them up gently because you yourself might be tempted in the same way and fall. Mm. For whatever you judge another person, yeah, yes. you are also judged in the same. Yeah. So now, for you, you know, like you're saying, how do you demonstrate authenticity? It doesn't mean that you give in to those temptations that come your way because so long as we are alive, those temptations yeah. will be many and they'll come yes. knocking on our doors. Mm. But with every temptation, there is always a way out. Whether, yes. you know, you get a you get a random phone call and you'll yeah. see, man, hey, why is my mom calling me right now? Mm. <laughs> and I'm about to go. <laughs> You're about to compromise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, oh man, it's it's my girlfriend. She's about, she's calling me now. And you, you know, you know what's happening. Or your pastor is calling you just as you're about to seal this deal. Mm. <laughs> you it's okay. You yeah. have eyes on me. Yeah. There's always a way out. Yeah. There's always a way out with every temptation. We just choose to ignore it. Yeah. I think there are two perspectives that we need to, or two people that we can really look into their lives that can really allow us to find ways of relating with people. If we study the life of Paul, mm-hmm. Paul consistently spoke to people and appreciated them. Mm-hmm. And he never expressed himself above all. Mm-hmm. He even says, I am even less than the apostles. Yeah. In fact, he felt like he was not even worthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And to, be considered. to be considered. Because yeah. he first of all acknowledged that I used to kill these people. Yeah. yeah. I stood there and he would acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And I think for us also, our testimonies are a way out for other people. Yeah. yeah. There's one time I was in Amatatu and I was talking to this guy. We had met just maybe, we didn't even, we we're not even very close. Yeah. So we met, he was a, he's a friend of a mutual friend. So as you're having conversations and I'm with him in the Matatu and I started telling him, you know, uh, I was brought up in a family that was Christian in quotes. Mm-hmm. I'm brought up in a family that my, my mom was Catholic, a very strict Catholic. She would wake us up and go and, but in all that still I still lived in sin yeah uh molested in 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 primary mm-hmm. didn't understand what that was mm-hmm. got I was caught up in masturbation for close to four years of my life mm-hmm. and when I was talking to him like this he was like how are you saying this in front of people how mm-hmm. yeah how do you even get the courage to speak like, it's like that? It's a yeah. that needs to be I was like, hidden. I have been saved. Mm. I have been redeemed. You've been set free. I have overcome that. Yeah. I have been set free. Mm-hmm. I am no longer bound by that. Wow. And the one thing that I also look at is there is somebody who is struggling with this. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody who is tied up in this. And, they and need the moment to you don't speak about it, mm-hmm. you don't give them a, a door. Yeah. You don't show them that. You see, I was there. 
Mm-hmm. But now I'm out. There's a way of escape. There's a, there's a yeah. way of escape. Yeah. And if you don't ever fi- uh, reach a point in your life where you look at your life as a point of victory for somebody else, mm-hmm. then you will never show them how vulnerable you never release yourself to become vulnerable. To yeah. Them. So you have to go to that space of, and and the Bible talks about by the word of their testimony they overcame. Yeah. I usually live with that. Yeah. I will speak about who I was before. Yeah. I will speak about God healing and restoring me mm-hmm. because I know it's victory for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And when I speak, when I open like that to them, then they're like, whoa. I'm struggling with this. Yes. Yeah. I'm dealing with yes. this. Yes. I've never known. So you've given them a door. Mm-hmm. So you've come in, you've you've you showed them the victory that is in Christ. Yeah. You've taken away their shame. Mm-hmm. One of the things that people struggle with most more than anything that will take them out of church is at the point at which they sin. Yeah. And they never see there's a way out of this. Yeah. There's victory beyond this. Oh man, because that you know burden of sin. Oh man. And it's heavy. It's yeah. a heavy, it's a heavy, it's a heavy burden that people carry on their shoulders. Yeah. Well, when you stumble and you fall and you feel like first you, there's shame. Yes. Then there's guilt. Yeah. Mm. Those two things. So, it's such a heavy weight on your shoulders mm. yeah. and it will start making you feel ashamed. I'm not worthy. I'm not, I'm not worthy supposed belonging. to be here. And so you start pulling yourself away. Start pulling yourself away. Start pulling yourself away. Uh, but it does not help when we as brothers and sisters in the faith mm. are not there to be able to support you and to tell you, man, yeah, you've messed up, but that does not define you. Yes. Yeah. That you can be able to pick up from where you are yeah. and still be a better person. Remember like what King Kaka was saying, that there's a 2.0 version of you. Of you. Mm. And people are just scared yeah. of that better version of themselves. In fact, the Bible says that a righteous man may fall seven times. Yes. If we ever look onto that seven times, and with God's expression, is not like it is numbered. No, yeah. no. That's just, it's just to show you that, you know, you can fall many times. The thing mm. is, a righteous. Yes. Yeah. So he still considers you as his. Bro, mm. and this is, yeah, you are a righteous person who's falling seven times. Yes. Yeah. And it's God who lifts you up each time. Mm. You get? Mm-hmm. And I think it's up to us to be able to, so when you're talking about authenticity, it's because you realize that that could be me. That could be me in that situation. Yeah. yeah. And so let me lift up this person. Mm. Let me lift up this person. Yeah. Mm. Right now when we're in the space where, and I know that the council culture is a big deal. Yeah. Very. It's a big deal right now. Mm. Uh, and people get council left, right, center. Yeah. And that's crazy to think there's no second chance. Is that mm. it for me? Yeah. Am I done? Yeah. Am I defined by just what I said? Yeah. A statement that I, yeah. You, you can imagine, uh, just uh, one of the biggest um, comedians in the world made a statement on Twitter mm-hmm. some time back. Mm-hmm. And when he, get the, he got the opportunity to host one of the biggest shows... They brought it up. They brought it up. Yeah. A statement that was so lame, but a group of individuals held on to this and say that this person cannot step onto this stage because yeah. of... What he pre- said. And he apologized. Yeah. And apologized. But still, there was just... Uh, guys with uh, who are ready to crucify him yeah. because of that. Yeah. And we hold people so much. I, okay, yes, the, I believe that our words mean so much, but mm-hmm. let also give people room to apologize and say, yeah. I am sorry. Yeah. Mm. And we all say dumb stuff. Yeah. Mm. I remember seen... we were talking yesterday and I was saying that sometimes your mouth speaks before your mind thinks. <laughs> True. Bro, that's like 99% of the time. <laughs> Even now. So I'm you, not you, pressed. You're like, pop up, and then you're like, oh. And you can't take it back. It's not yeah. like it's on the way yet. You can hold it back. <laughs> As you're talking, you know, um, I'm just thinking that even when it comes to Christianity, there's a different way that we're supposed to carry one another. Yeah. So Peter, the disciples came, and I don't know if it was Peter who asked Jesus Christ this question. Mm. How many times am I supposed to forgive my brother when they mess me up? Yes. Is it seven times? Yeah, for him, hey, seven was a big deal. Yeah. Mm. Seven is the number of completion. Miss Juagi is of it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could have just said seven, man. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Uh-huh. But anyway, let me not digress. Yeah. So it was like, you know, up to seven times. And seven times is, is many, man. It's still many because I'm a Saba. Hey, that's a maze. In Maria Sita. Maria Saba maze it me shana. And then Jesus Christ tells him, no? Seven times seven. Times seven. Yeah. So that's like 
490 times. And you can't even keep account. <laughs> yeah. Can Bro. imagine you have like your book there, you're like, I am on And 50. not even that, if you try to keep account, mm-hmm. do you know whether he meant 70 times 7 in a day? Yeah. In a month, in an hour? In an hour. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody knows, but nobody you knows. don't know. <laughs> That's why the Bible says... Um, that love covers a multitude, a multitude of sins. Yeah. A multitude, like multitude is, it's, it's like many. Mm. But also in First Corinthians, and we, I know we love quoting this scripture many times when it comes to wedding days. And I don't think it's fair. Mm. I don't think it's fair for people to, it's a good scripture. Um, but I think it's one that's almost, I want to say taken out of context. Mm-hmm. Because First Corinthians 13 talks about love. Yeah. It says the love is patient. Love is, love kind. is kind. kind. It keeps no record of wrongs. Mm. Yes. And it continues. It mm. continues to say all these things that love is. Perseveres, long suffering. Yes, it's mm-hmm. perseveres. Yes, it's long suffering. Mm-hmm. But And then finally it says, now these three things remain. Mm-hmm. Faith, hope, love. Yeah. The greatest of this is love. Yeah. But that place, you know, when you think about all these things, who can be able to keep that standard? No. No one. None of us. Yeah. I think Only be- God can. And the biggest test in that is in marriage. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Bro, but you realize how many times, I mean, the days my wife and I have gotten into an argument and I'll be like, you know those things you think that you think that you've forgotten. <laughs> and you're like, but you're remember like, you did. Remember four months ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you realize that that standard Keeping that we hold people out, yeah. man. Yeah. We're human beings. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that scripture, I'm like, only God only God can. And reach that mm. standard, yeah. But God changes our hearts. Yes. Mm. So when Jesus Christ is asking us to forgive your brother 70, yeah. seven times, yeah. it just shows that we're not supposed to deal with people like the world deals. Yeah. Mm. An eye for an eye, a tooth for, for a tooth. tooth. Mm. If that's the way, the way it goes, then there would be many blind people walking around. Yes. Yeah. You know, because we've been taking out people's eyes. Mm. Mm. You get. Um, but we should be Again, we're not saying they want to encourage people to walk in sin mm. or to mess one another up. Yes. Mm. Because something else that guides us is, you know, love your neighbor as you love, as you as you love, love yourself. yourself. So if I do not want to hurt you, Steve, or I do not want, if I do not want you to hurt me, mm. why should I hurt you? Yeah. yeah. If I do not want you to mess me up, why do I want to mess you up? If I do not want you to steal my money, <laughs> why should well, I, steal I steal your, your money? money? Yeah. yeah. And I'm talking to those guys who are messing us up as a country right now. <laughs> it, because you've been placed there as a custodian. Yes. Yeah. And not to digress, but the resources on the places that God has allowed us to be at mm. and to be able to lead people should be a place of, it's a place of honor. Yeah. Mm. And it's a place of being a servant yeah. and being accountable to and knowing that if that scripture actually for love your neighbor as you love yourself is something that we would apply. Mm. Man, I think Kenya would be in a very would be a very different country right now. Yeah. It would. Yeah. Be I think everything, far. every negative thing emanates from taking away love from each and every perspective of life. Mm. Yeah. Just take away love, guys will fight. Take away oh, love, yeah. you will envy another person. Take yes. away love that aspect of and then loving your neighbors you love yourself just you are always your first picture in anything that you need to do is put yourself there yeah mm. yeah would you want to experience that yeah would you want somebody to say that to you? Mm-hmm. Would you want somebody to view you as that so yeah. if you constantly put that and it's a struggle for us because yeah. as you're saying we're humans yeah she will step on my foot i'll be like good She'll step on it a second time. I'm like, hey. To see Zoyane. Step on it at that time. It becomes an issue. <laughs> huh? Yeah, man. And it could be maybe she, there's there's something that is, or rather uh, our understanding of one another, how yeah. we are brought up. Yeah. I think that's the other thing that we need to talk about. Mm. How you're brought up, your level of exposure. Yeah. Uh, the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. The things you expose yourself to mm-hmm. is a compilation of who you are. Yeah. yeah. And... If we don't study one another and appreciate one another from that perspective, we will mm-hmm. always have issues with people. Yes. You mm-hmm. find a young man who comes in, brought up in a well-off family, mm-hmm. has never done some of these things, or maybe he's not used to a certain thing. Yeah. Your first, when you bring him to a certain place, and he's like, hey, 
I don't understand what is this. Yeah. You'd consider him bougie mm-hmm. because you've not understood him. Yeah. yeah. You take a guy from ghetto somewhere. Oh, you take him to a place your high life. Mm-hmm. Buddha, ule boys are juku panga chakula kwa sahani. Yeah, ban. On the buffet. I'm serving panga marubina pili sasa imebeba nyama zote. Yeah, go attack food issue. Attack food issue because yeah. they have been put in a space where vitu zimekuwa hard and yeah. you grab as much as you can. Wow. In fact, you grab as much as literally life has put him in that space. Ukipata yeah. opportunity stick on to it, it and hang on to it. Yeah. But this guy who's been brought up in a well-off family, yeah. it's been in plenty. Mm. He can he knows that tomorrow he will have. Yeah. This other guy is not like that. Yeah. So when we begin to appreciate people from let me learn who Moses is, mm. where Moses comes from. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. one of the things that uh, I learned uh, quite earlier on in my life is that and it's something that I was telling my wife and I keep on telling as much as possible. Uh, sometimes when somebody has an issue with you or rather you are had, you had an expectation of someone be the first one to call them yeah mm. they could be in trouble more than you even think yeah mm. when you you're expecting a friend to turn up for a show or uh, a function mm. or you're expecting their support financially mm. and they never did yeah. anything they never called you you are like you have an issue you start having an issue with them umembebe yo beef umembebe yo beef man na pengine um same to you akin him sick yeah maybe that guy has lost his job yeah maybe that guy has just a, a family issue that is mm-hmm. attack or stress that you and zia wapi yeah so you already have an issue and you've not even reached out to yeah. these people so i always say the moment you have an expectation of someone mm-hmm. and that individual doesn't show up for you yeah make the step to find out what is going on in his that's good stuff man find out what is going on in his life. That's good stuff. But just as you said Steve, you know, even from the point of understanding each other. Yeah. I don't think you can do that without understanding yourself first and that's why in the beginning I mentioned about self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you don't understand yourself first, you know some of these things, you need to sit down and ask yourself, okay, so why did this trigger me? Mm-hmm. You know, my friend didn't shop for me today, why did this trigger me? And mm-hmm. then you sit mm-hmm. you have to sit down and analyze it and sit with it. So that you be like, "Oh, okay, this triggered me because of this and this and this. Maybe this is the reason." as to why you know so this so that you're not projecting whatever you're feeling onto that yeah, person yeah. you know maybe you, as as much as you may be feeling disappointed as much as you may be feeling like this and this i think from the point of sitting down and understanding first of all why you feel like that yeah. you'll start having other how do i say it you'll start considering other possibilities as to why this friend didn't show up for you yeah. so i think josasa now you can sit down and have that conversation and be like hey um I noticed you didn't come the other day. Um are you know, okay? are you okay? What happened? There's so, no space. There are very few guys who are open exactly. and honest to have that conversation. Hey. But before you get open and honest, are you open and honest with yourself? Yeah. 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 That's it for awareness thing is very hard. Yeah. It is. It, is. it takes a lot of, of courage. Keys. It's the keys to unlocking just another level in your life. 2.0. Yeah. Point yeah. That yeah. 2.0 exactly. man. It's yeah. um and earlier on we we're going through um some of the comments that guys have made on the on the podcast and like i just want to reiterate what king kaka was talking about when he say that you know there's a 2.0 version of yourself mm. that there's a better version of yourself mm. we are just afraid of allowing ourselves to become that better person because we are acquainted with our spaces we are familiar in the spaces that we are mm. what you're being called to is an unfamiliar place there's certain things that you're doing right now that you need to stop doing them yeah. in order for you to be able to get to that version 2.0 Yes. of yourself. Yeah. Mm. There are certain friends that you need to let go of. Yeah. Mm. Maybe the place of work that you really need to get out of mm. uh, in order for you to be that better person. Maybe you need to be able to get some skills yeah. to get that better version of yourself. Mm. Maybe the other thing that you need to do is just surrender to yourself mm. and you know, allow Christ to come into your life mm. for you to become the best version of yourself. Mm. But it's scary. Yeah. The thing that you do not know is very scary. Yeah. And you, you will try and do anything and everything not to not to stop being the person that you are mm. or not to come out of the surrounding that you're familiar with. Yes. Mm. I remember when I was a Christian when I became a, a new believer. Um my biggest struggle actually was I thought my friends were going to abandon me man. The reason why I did not surrender to Christ earlier I was like I'm a bit too angry what I need talk. Yeah. And me and my boys we were tight. <laughs> Like we we've been friends for many years. Mm. We've grown up together, we've lived together, we've done all the dumb stuff together. Yeah. Uh you know which ba- yani if Moses or if one of us Monga is not around, we know where he is. Yes. Mm. You know, tulikona jua mali kila msee yuko mazi. 
So um, I was scared that they were going to leave me. And mm. when I became a new believer, after like one year, it's like, I think God needed to remove me from that space mm. for me to grow. Yeah. For me to come out of familiar territory. Yes. To be a different person. Mm. And that was not easy. That was hard. Yeah. Because everything I knew was in this space. Mm. Mm. And now I'm being asked to go live some other place in some other place where I'm going to live with guys that don't know much. Mm. Yes, we've been boys for a while, like in a Tujuani Ville. Um, in a place that's way, way far away from You're saying you had, a mo- you, had, you, had, you had an Abraham moment. Ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you could Depart be like, yeah. from your people. <laughs> and go to a land that I will. <laughs> in fact, let's even use that, man. Let's even use this. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up about the story of Abraham. When I'm talking about the version 2.0, or even like Kinkaka was saying, yeah. that God needed to tell Abraham, get up and go to a place that I will show you. Yeah. Abraham did not know where that place was. Yeah. Uh, and many of us are scared because as human beings, we're trying to figure out what's the next step. Yeah. Uh, you want to know your plan A, B, C, D, E. Like, it's funny. My wife is like, yesterday when we were talking with our daughter mm. and uh, so we're having a parent-teacher converse- conversation and she was there, she was telling us her goals yeah. that she set for this, for this term. Mm. And so my daughter asked her, she was like, okay, mommy, how did you know that I was going to be, uh, I was going to be in this position or I'm going to be asked this question. Mommy was like, Debs was like, yeah, mommy always has a plan A, B, C, D, E. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I'm not like that. And so for many of us, as we do life, we, we want to know what's next. Yes. And you want to have that secure, firm footing. You know, I'm leaving this for this. Yeah. What are you calling me to? Yes. Hmm. You know, Steve. I'm asking you to walk along this journey with me. Okay, yes, Moses. Lakini kuna nini hapo? What's in it for me? Unpredictability is But no, with God, it's not yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm. When God calls you to be a better version of yourself, yeah. it's a journey of faith. Yeah. You're it's, literally holding God's hand and your eyes are closed and, yeah. and he's telling you, just hold on. Yeah. Bro, let me tell you, it looks like the dumbest, silliest thing that you can do. Yeah. Mm. In fact, there's a friend of mine who said there's a thin line between faith and foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> because faith mm. seems foolish mm. yeah. to the ordinary mind. Yes. Mm. You're being asked to leave your father's house to go to a place that I'm going to show you. Where? Mm. Mm. You just follow me. Mm. Yeah. But why? Mm. You know, so we have all these questions that we need answered. Yeah. But that's not how it works with God. But let me say this. That with God, as you walk out in faith, it's the surest, most firm, solid step that you can make yeah. beyond what it is that you're stepping on right now. Yes. Mm. Because this thing that we're stepping on right now is temporary. Mm. But the things that you can see, the things of God, bro, those things are eternal. There's one thing that I learned, Moses, that anything that you can see, you know the extent to which it can operate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Everything that you see, Bro, you know it's perfect limitation. Yeah. As in, I know this cup can only be full to this much. Mm-hmm. I know this table can only hold this much mm-hmm. in terms of weight. I know this is how far I can jump. This is how far I can reach. This is how much weight I can carry. Yeah. Everything that you see yeah. in this life, mm-hmm. you, you know it's limitation. Yeah. But the things that you do not see, you have no understanding of yeah. how much power they hold yeah. Mm. Yeah. and to the extent of their reach. Yeah. In fact, let me say this. Um, so in one of my classes that I'm going for, um, I'm happy to say I'm back in school. Oh, congratulations. Not the, not the easiest of things, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my second year. Uh-huh. So in systematic, in systematic theology, one of the things that you learn, or one of the things that my lecture allowed us to be able to learn was if it's possible for you to do, God does not need to move in that space. Yeah. Just with what Okwenda is saying. Mm. I mean, yeah. I know that this cup can only take 300 ml. Yeah. Even as a jazza. But in the impossible situations, yes. that gives God an opportunity to be able to move. Yeah. yeah. But anything you can do, Unateki. And that's why God would tell someone like Gideon and tell him, you know, 
ukonose 30 thou mm. to go fight against this massive midianite army mm. Mm. Ah, those are too many guys mm. <laughs> and that time the bible is telling that the midianites there were so many they were like locusts there yeah. were mm. too many to count So Gideon has mobilized 30,000 people to go fight. And then mm-hmm. God tells him, "Those are too many guys. Do this, eh? Huh? Take them to the river. First, tell the first guys. There's a mm-hmm. test yeah. to kind of sift who yeah. is qualified to go. Back If you're scared, mm. Rudy home." <laughs> so the first guys yani wakasema, "Ah, mzee, kina mozo nasema, man, peace. It's been real. Niko na familia wote mimi wili. Let me go back home." And then the second test, go to the river. How guys drink water? Mm. Yeah. The ones who drink with the like a dog. Mm-hmm. Send those guys home. Yeah. But the ones who drink water mm-hmm. as a scoop. As a scoop. Mm-hmm. Back in our say. Mm. 300 guys. Gideon could have probably gone to war with the 30,000 people. Yeah. yeah. But what where was the space of God? Yes. Mm. So, I say all this in light of Again, I want to latch on that point by King Kaka because I think we can keep talking on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But there's a 2.0 version of yourself. Yeah. There's a 3.0 version of yourself. There's always a better version of yourself. Mm. Yeah. And this is not a self-help group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but for me it's knowing that that anyone who's in Christ Jesus is a new creation. Yeah. Mm. That the old has gone and the new has come. Mm. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just want to touch something on renewal of the mind. You mentioned something that is very important for us as Christians or as believers. We need to change the spaces we are in. I think renewing yeah. of your mind, when the Romans talk about talks about renewing your mind, renew your friendships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. renew the things that you watch, yeah. Yeah. renew uh, where you spend time yeah. or... Um, things you used to engage in yeah. that probably would take you back to where you are mm-hmm. you need to do an intentional evaluation of yourself yeah self awareness yeah. and depart from things that you won't benefit you anymore yeah. mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. be very candid enough or be very honest with yourself and say hey man e clubbing jo this isn't serving me anymore Kana, this is yeah. not serving me mm-hmm. i need to it walk away from this yeah. and then the way the bible talks about of the things of the world be like a child Yeah. Mm. That statement really strikes me. Of the things of the world be like I tell. Yani kaka fala kwa dunia. Yes. Usikuwe umsekiuliza, "Eh, umesikia ngoma mpya umetokea?" Wewe ndio the first one who did it. And you are the Christian in the room. Umetesile kirorompia. So, you are the one. Mimi nipata kwanza kama salili kuna toka jikoni. Mimi niko na itesi. So, you become yeah. when you're renewing your mind, you yeah. become you choose to intentionally. Mhm. Uh, be different and yeah. seek different. Yeah. When I got born again, I was very high good that I was very um consumed by hip hop music. Yeah. Mm. But I asked God, where am I going to get this? Mm. Where am I going to get a replacement for this? Yeah. And funny enough, or rather, because we ask God mm-hmm. and he has a space for us already created. Yeah. I find Lacre. Mhm. Mm. And there is a big transition because there is an intentional search. Yeah. yeah. To shift your space and your mind from where you are yes. to a different space. Yes. Mm. You intentionally walk away from friends. Yeah. Yes, it is painful. Mm. Yet, yes, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to feel lonely for some time. Mm. Yeah. But as you begin to transition to this space where you're building up new friends and you're walking with them in the same space, yeah. it becomes wholesome. I've just thought yeah. of lonely. <laughs> I am I'm so lonely. lonely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, um... There's a v- better version of us. There is. There is. Always is. And you guys are wonderful to work with and thanks for helping me put this podcast together. Yes. It's our absolute pleasure. And um, I'm looking forward to having more guests, having great conversations with the guys that God allows us to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much from all the guests that we've had. Um I think I need to go back and listen to Goiz again for the confessions <laughs> of a modern day Pharisee. Modern day Pharisee. That was a powerful episode. Oh yeah. man, even the title itself, Bana. Mm. It's so powerful. Yeah. Uh but all the guests, man, we'll say a big shout out to each and every one of you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, you know, DJ Soxie was the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was hilarious, you know. Then Pitson, yeah. we had Vieira coming on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then who did we have? 
And we had also Pitson. You have mentioned Pitson? We had Kinkaka, Kambua, Gowi. Yeah. And man, also a big shout out to Maureen Waititu for coming with her dad on the podcast. Watch That's out for amazing. that. Watch out for that. Yeah, man. If you haven't watched it, please, please go and do go it. Go ahead so. and check it out, Bana. Go ahead and check episode. it out, man. Yeah. But guys, it's been real. Um, let's learn to be authentic. We've talked about many things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's still more to say. We've talked about mm-hmm. authenticity, so vulnerability, <laughs> yeah. cancel yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about forgiveness. Yeah. Talked about love. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Peace. It's been real. Big shout out to Ciro. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, it's a nice restaurant. Yeah. And thank you to our hitter for getting us the place. Asante sana. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. God bless. Bye. God bless you.